Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. The beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Dubby, Double Emmy Loser, W-I-L-L-A-M Willem. Don't you dare, because you know what? You get to have an asterisk next to your name that says Emmy nominated. Oh. Two, two-time loser, William Belly. Listen, it takes a lot of time, you know, and Sigourney Weaver lost for Gorillas in the Mist. So, you know, there is no... there. I mean, there's, uh, there's a, a great deal to be said for being nominated in a prestigious category, and you have that. And you always the, will. Thank you so much. The woman, uh, Lynn Shay, uh, who won for Best Supporting Actor uh, or Best Guest Star Actor, um, she won the Emmy for that for Eastsiders. And all of her scenes were with me. So, oh, well. like, I, I, I feel like I, I... And she thanked me. And, like, so it was a great experience. RuPaul didn't win her first one. I didn't win my first one or my second one. So um, I'm good. It's fine. It's, you know, I feel no different about the work just because I didn't win. Like, I'm really proud of it. Exactly. And that's the important thing. I mean, it's not a queer tea. I mean, <laughs> let's talk about what matters. The queer teas, the webbies. Oh, I mean, the webbies. You can't we are... talk a queer tea. And by that, I mean, do not shove it in your butt. It'll hurt. Oh my God, yeah, it's an asterisk shape. We are reporting to you uh, over Zoom, but I'm reporting live from a one-room rundown shack on the outskirts of New Orleans. <laughs> Did you have uh, money for food or rent? <laughs> well, I just slipped into this satin dancing dress. and um, That it slit ha- is a little high. It's almost up near your hip. You know, it fits me good. If you if you ask me, the, the satin trim, and velvet trim actually, and it fits me good. Look in the mirror. There's almost a woman staring back where I thought there was a half-grown kid. My mom told me to um, be nice to you, and then in turn, you would be nice to me. So I'm going to be nice to you today. Well, I'll do my best to be nice to you also. Um, <laughs> we, ha- we had a wonderful time last week with the, uh, with the Charles Backyard Barbecue Ball. We did. Uh, the, the queens had to create original runway looks from unconventional supplies and come up with a play cousin character and backstory to impress RuPaul and her sisters and family on the main stage. Unconventional materials challenge designers. <laughs> After yes. some emotional walkthroughs with Juju and Shay, the dolls hit the main stage and Miss Cracker won the challenge. 
Uh, she fought her ass off for it. And then she faced off yes. with OG thick and juicy queen, Miss Roxy Andrews. Yes. And uh, Roxy did what she had to do, and she took home a W. She did what needed to be done. done. Mm-hmm. That was an iconic moment. Um, yeah. And now the divas are back in the workroom. The queens are all saying, I called this. This was the top four in my mind when I first walked in. Uh, I, I feel like girls love to do this every every season. This is who I saw. Yeah, I, I definitely saw this. Um, Were you right about your top four, though? Because I was almost right about my top six. I was you one know, I I wasn't because no, none of us really suspected that Jinx was going to be in the top. That's not shade. That was just like first impression. We kind of were like, oh, like, okay. Like, like I, I knew that Detox and I were going to go to the end, season five. Like, we knew. We yeah, knew if, if, if I would have seen Jinx walk in on season five and I was one of you, I'd be like, <laughs> honey, this isn't a community theater of Godspell. Because honestly, but gosh, Prepare the way of the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) The the lipstick message says, love you all. Bam. Bam. Be your best, but be happy. Ass. (laughs) AS5 looks suspiciously like ass. See, what I like is that she's referencing um, the philosopher and wise words of uh, Ms. India Farah. Be happy. Uh, that is one of the four H's. That's <laughs> I see her doing that callback to reference the source material because India is basically, um, I mean, I, I, I see her branching out into master classes and learning annex courses with those yeah. H's. Those H's are just going to be, you know, a, a pillar of life, I think. Both members of the 4-H club, both active in the FFA. That's the important thing. The video message comes onto the screen and says, Hey, all-stars, so a queen walks out of a bar and into the Drag Race Hall of Fame. But first, she's got to put her money where her funny is. I'm not joking, bitch. Where are the jokes? Oh, my God. Oh, look who's coming in. Is that RuPaul? Someone should oil those uh, hinges. <laughs> you know, after oh, there you after twelve years on the air, that door is going through it. It's creaky. It needs some WD forty. It needs some oil. It I needs a hot should, oil treatment. They should just put in a sliding door. <laughs> Since apparently that's how the scores work, so why not? Shout out to Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> The, for, this week for the Maxi Challenge, the deep friend of the pod, Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, hey, Gwyn. Um, anyway, Maxi Challenge. The dolls are going to be facing off in a stand-up comedy smackdown, a comedy routine that is jam-packed to the gills with jokes at RuPaul's Shady Shack. Now, the queens are going to get to run their material through with Ross Matthews and a mystery funny lady, they're told. Okay. I was hoping... Rita Rudner? I was honestly hoping... <laughs> I love Rita Rudner. I do, I, I was hoping it was Bianca because I mean, she's probably the most successful stand-up comedian to come out of um, this. She is the most successful stand-up comedian to come out of this franchise. And yes, yes, I was, definitely. I was with her this weekend and um, uh, she told me one of the funniest jokes. And then 
she proceeded to get drunk and tell it three more times. And each time it was still just as funny. Um, you know, when you have a good, when you have a hit, <laughs> you have to just keep using it. There might be other people in the room. There might not be. No, there might be the same people. The last time there weren't any new ones, but um, the dogs were entertained. They always are. She feeds when, them. You know, when it gets a laugh. <laughs> so Cracker won last week. So she gets to choose the running order for this comedy set. And uh, she basically tells everybody how she's going to do it and breaks down everything so people can't accuse her of something later on reddit which i think is great um but she is playing a game hard girl i'm surprised she doesn't have a face mask and a a, a, a cup on because people want to kick her i bet <laughs> is this play a like who's benefiting from this game because she's just pissing everybody off and she's benefiting is she? Because well, I'm pretty sure is. in years past, they've had the whole cast vote on who's going to win. So if you go ahead and go down the line and say, okay, well, I don't like you. And here's where I'm going to put you in the order. And I want to bamboozle you. So I'm going to, that's, I don't see how this is serving anyone. I understand there's like a thing about honesty, but why don't you just be like, there's four people. Like who cares what order you go in? It really, do, it really doesn't matter. Cracker has eyes and ears, and she probably knows that she's not going to win at this point, I would guess. Because... I don't think that's so. I think in the really? room, she she has two wins, and this is a comedy challenge. So she probably in the room thought, I'm pulling into the lead on, th on this good week right here. I mean, okay. I mean... Sure. It was a perplexing moment at the table because it was like, are you doing a bit about setting people up for failure? Is this like a comedy bit? But then it was like, oh, no, this is real. You kind of are. I don't yeah. know. It was perplexing. Some girls want to be the villain. Mimi knew she wanted to be the villain before she went in. She literally told Bianca that. And before. that episode was a great episode that she was on. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 not for all stars for um for season three because uh bianca helped mimi with a costume for something and mimi told her i'm gonna be the villain before i left you know so she went in with that so maybe cracker's thinking if she's the villain that that's a guarantee to make it to the end because they won't send her home who knows what they were thinking but i'm i'm more i'm more entertained at this point by canada than all stars because it's like i this Sorry, I'm, 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 I find Canada more honest, if that makes sense. I feel like I'm constantly being lied to and led to what I should think I think by production on All Stars. Like there's fingerprints all over it. Like you could tell which girl won, so they would send this girl home and XYZ. And getting down to four people, you could see it even more with like the Mr. X about, well, we'll talk about Blair and her rehearsal in this, but like, the Mr. X are extreme and they built up her confidence only to show her turning pages like girl. <laughs> but this, this yes. cracker, this okay. Cracker. Yeah. There is always a level of sort of like innocence and sort of like freshness that goes into a new franchise. Like the girls on UK were just very like, I'm going to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. I'm just going to I'm just going to be but it also comes down to the contestants cuz in America 
Now on a regular first run season, you have girls trying to produce themselves. Then this is an all-star season. So you have girls triple producing themselves because they've been through the process. So I think the producers do have to kick it up into overdrive because the girls are very savvy about the inner workings. Yeah. Imagine the show just be being um, produced on talent alone. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah, no backstory, no meddling. Like, who would want to watch that? <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, this this lineup, meddler. this lineup, bet, bet meddler, bet meddler. <laughs> uh, damn, uh, this lineup is explained pretty well. Uh, she said, Cracker says that Juju's going first because she's strong, so she gets the hardest spot, and Blair gets a second spot, which is hard because she's following Juju, and if she bombs. Cracker will look even better because Cracker's going third. Mm-hmm. Cracker's taking the third spot for herself because that's when everybody's warmed up. And then mm-hmm. Shay is going to close the show, which is a challenge and the most nerve wracking because she's following Cracker and Jada. Yeah. I mean, remember what Jada did in season 12? She went last and it was, uh, it was kind <laughs> of a, it was her only time in the bottom, I think. Sherry Pie's comedy set is still going on from that from that challenge she's she's still on stage they're flashing a flashlight at her and she's just ignoring it the swarovskis they gave Derek barry four shots and told him to go get her oh my god uh what spot would you want if it were to be uh a four girl show well i learned uh from season five on the roast i learned that going first actually is a detriment i mean it's different when there's only four people in the show but when you put yourself first in a show of like eight or ten people, you can get buried. I'm because by the time the end of the show comes, you're like you're forgotten because they've seen eight other people go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Also, closing the show, you kind of there's more pressure to be like bing bang boom, button it all up. So it's kind of it was beneficial for Cracker to put herself where she put herself. And that's where I would ideally like to go as well. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice, bro. I like going first. First or first or second, I'm good with. So you can leave the gig right after your number. <laughs> Let's talk about this onstage coaching Thanks. with Ross. Thanks, guys. Could I get my envelope? <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm just, I'm going to go. Thank do you. you. Want, do you want me? I'll just call the Uber and I'll send the receipt and you can reimburse. Okay. I'm out. I'm do out. Remember, do you remember gigs? Do you remember doing gigs? Um, yeah, we wear wigs for them, right? I, from time to time. Yeah, I gigs think. and wigs. I remember. I kind of remember them. Seems hazy. Why don't we take a break and we'll reminisce about our gigs <laughs> and come right back? <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. 
the good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true. We did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drag, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Oh, you know what? I was just thinking about that one gig that you did at, um, where was it? Was it Echoplex? And I wasn't reminiscing. I was more remipissing because just remembering mm. that gig. Did you ever get the smell out of that wig? No, it smells better. Oh. <laughs> it's like the, have you ever watched A Stitch in Time on Amazon Prime? It's a show where they remake clothes from an old period uh, uh-huh. using like modern, well, they use, they remake like garments from paintings using the techniques of the past. Uh-huh. So for one of the colors, they had to soak the the fabric in piss because that's the only way you could get that color. People in the Victorian era also used to, um, they used to wash their clothes in piss because it has ammonia in it. And that was like, so people walked around fully reeking of piss so i would have time period i know i mean i was born too late (laughs) damn (laughs) now who's the mystery funny lady for the onstage consultation none other than jane krakowski (laughs) jenna maroney herself honestly i know her from ally mcbeal because that's that's the show that made me (sighs) want to wear mini skirts and be a lawyer like watching her on that she, she's One out so, of two ain't bad. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's so talented. She um she's like a she's a true triple threat. She has comic timing out the ass. I saw her on Broadway on in something. I think it was nine. She like slid down this whole like silk of like forty feet of curtains. She's really fucking talented. And I'm glad she cut yeah. off she cut her hair into a bob because those ends were so damaged. And she's this is from another. This is from another blonde with curly hair. So, <laughs> she is a heavy hitter in yeah. the world of comedy and show business in general. We love Jane Krakowski, and all the girls have a similar reaction walking out of the stage and just losing their gay shit, which is yeah. great. <laughs> um, the the coaching with Juju, the everybody seems like they're having a good time, like like fun uh-huh. over drinks. It doesn't seem uh-huh. like an act though. And they're just, oh, yeah. They're just, it's it's more like humorous observations instead Mm -hmm. of funny jokes. 
And they're encouraging her to just be funny, you know, which is just general advice, which just doesn't really help. <laughs> just, I don't know, just uh, just put some white powder on your face and be gothic. Just yeah. be funny. <laughs> just um, do the one bit that you got. Um, <laughs> Blair has a ton of material. Um, <laughs> and the judge, I mean, they are really enjoying themselves. The jokes are landing. Uh, wait, are they showing the actual jokes and Blair telling them? Or are they just showing two? Because I feel like they're sh- they're talking about it, but her jokes aren't really like she she might have said one or two, but like the feedback is all positive. But they're not showing the actual work that they gave feedback on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, well, it's a misdirect. They're it's- making a TV show. They're they're also fully letting her walk into the. You, uh, they're not giving her the critique. You might want to do jokes that you haven't heard somewhere else before. Because some of these are a very similar structure to like reading challenge jokes that we've seen on the show or like comedy jokes that we've seen on the show or like drag 101. I mean, the sort of, if you like me, my name is Blair St. Clair. If you didn't like me, my name is Willem. I mean, it's, that's, that's drag 101. That's saying the higher the hair, the closer to Jesus. That's it's, saying the drunker you are, the prettier I look. I'm not saying that it is a used wig, but this is old hat for sure. <laughs> well, and Shay said that exact joke on season nine. She said, if you didn't like me, she I'm did. Nina Bonina Brown. And Shay's in the room. She did. Yes. I mean, but Mimi stole jokes from Ben on stage. It's fine. <laughs> Like, the joke stealing happens. People reword a joke like, oh, I just thought of that. Yeah, you thought about it because you just heard someone else's joke. You may have just thought about it and forgot that you heard it and thought, oh, I'm brilliant. Let me say this. But you're not. <laughs> I, and- I steal jokes all the time. But when you're on Drag Race, stealing other jokes from Drag Race, I I don't think is, like, the literal best way to go. I sent that Britney back. I'm feeling very attacked. <laughs> It's okay to reference heavily. I said, girl, reference away, but don't just lift a joke that was on a previous season of Drag Race on a comedy challenge on Drag Race. If you're using it in a different context, in a different room, in the real world, that's almost like, that's almost forgivable. Have have you thought of reaching out to Blair as maybe like a, a big sister program? I would like to reach out. We'll talk about it later, but I do want to reach out to her because, um... I actually really, I liked her. I liked her on the show and I liked her exit from the show. I'm going to reach out story. to, Sh- I'm going to reach out to Shay and maybe she'll be my big sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I stole a joke from Alec Mappa once, which was uh, lady Bunny's here. As you know, she threw the first brick at Stonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Haters Rose, I did a I did a joke about her doing a lot for um and literally it went Stonewall, Stonehenge, same thing. So like it, it's all been done before. All yeah. of it. Yeah. Um do you think that Shay being nervous about her set is one of those things that uh I feel like once there's a crowd there, she's good with a crowd and she can play off of them like that. Yes. Yes. Like I've seen her live on Haters Roast and like doing material to a room of two people sitting in a chair is different than room of, you know, 18 people made look like 50 in chairs. <laughs> Definitely. Mostly crews of walking. Uh, Why did that yeah. audience member have a roll of duct tape on a bungee cord? Yeah. 
And I think Shay is just being honest about her feelings, which I think is a great thing to do. Because if you go in to a challenge saying, I got this, comedy's what I do, then it really is just setting up it yourself for like, if you don't ultimately live up to that, you're gonna just look like a flop. She's being honest about like, comedy has never been my forte. This means a lot. This, you know, and I'm fucking nervous and I'm burping a lot. I mean, sometimes the hardest part about the challenge is not telling everybody that you're going to win. I mean, I struggled with that often. My boat um, is pretty. I love my boat. I can see your halo. No, my boat song was better than her song. Keep burning um, yourself, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so Ross actually gives some advice to Shay and encourages her to talk about her season nine finale experience, which is the gift that keeps on giving. I'm sure Rue will ask her to talk about it after she places a crown on her head once again. Um, honestly, we get it. Um, but she, oh, we'll see if she, go ahead. No, it's good material. Go go with it. Yeah, I mean, I liked her. When she said the joke in Hater's Roast about, like, watching her dreams fall as those rose petals fell, like, I laughed, and then I'm like, oh, I'm laughing because it's pain, and it's funny, and, like, her imparting, this pretty girl imparting that she went through something bad makes it funny. Yeah, but, yeah um, definitely. But I, I understand the nerves. If comedy is not your thing, getting up, it's like getting before a firing squad and then, like, dodging bullets, but... It do take having nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day at the mirror chats, the the girls are the girls are are expressing their nerves in all different ways. Juju is being um, panty is sniffer, panty sniffing. Uncle Peeper tronsing about. Shay <laughs> cannot stop burping because she had some ginger ale and some tums, which sounds like a ex- science experiment to make a volcano in someone's stomach. Right, and she's just steaming the dress of life. She's like, I'm wearing the most because I know <laughs> I can turn the look. <laughs> Telling a joke, hit or miss, but I know I can look sickening. When you take um, an outfit out and all the other girls are like, wait, what challenge oh, are you doing? No, no, oh, oh, you're oh, wearing what that? Is this now? What is that now? Oh, what oh. Is that? oh, girl, oh, okay, all right. Um, Blair is just, she's over. She has too much good material. It's just choosing which ones to cut. I, I don't know. They liked them all. They said to just like be careful which one, because some are too funny, you know? So like, oh. I just have to be careful which ones I, I don't they, know. It's all good material. I don't know. They said they can't believe that I'm so funny and my teen pussy <laughs> is so tight. I have a, oh like, they're, uh, they obviously gas lit the fuck out of Blair St. Clair. Ross and Jane Krakowski and whoever was on the earpiece on the other end of their ears gaslit the fuck out of her and it is entertainment because watching a beautiful person fail, as I said, aforementioned 28 seconds ago, is fun. (laughs) And I, this whole like notebook carrying scenario, I'm sure they, they told the girls, no, it's fine. Go ahead and use your notebook if you want. Like if you'd feel more comfortable, you can hold an entire trapper keeper you know of what? Um, these, notes. See, any girl that comes comes out on stage with a fucking notebook is not using all of her resources to her advantage. I watched Boa on Drag Race Canada forget the second line of a scene, which was like her first line. So it's like you're already forgetting your first line. I 
got this tattoo on my arm and about a week later i was so mad because i realized that's all my cheat sheet space like a know, good chunk George. of it so I writing know. on my left arm i write i write the jokes on my right arm and the handwriting's so bad i can't read them like these <sighs> girls need to learn to cheat write a line on your hand write it on your thigh and pull your skirt up put it on the top of your shoes and look down like don't there's no way to memorize all these lines in two hours if you're not a professional actor or you're good at it, you know, hands like, so these girls should learn how to cheat. I'm saying that. Yeah. I mean, they obviously have teleprompters on the set because they just did a teleprompter challenge on drag race Canada. So why can't they just fire up the old (laughs) teleprompter for the comedy special? Because it's a lifesaver. I'll tell you from life experience. Yeah, um, I I think that I I think that uh, the gaslighting is is an effective thing and tool for for yes, the gaslighter. Um, you liar. Um, I think it's an effective tool for entertainment, but it sucks to see when seemingly innocent people get hurt because Blair's never been malicious. She's like this nice little ball of fluff, and they're building her up only to like see how hard the explosion is because they know she's going to explode. Like, it's not going to be a good thing. Yeah. Like the fact that they've done this to her multiple times this season pisses me off too. And I don't even like, I'm not even a stand for Blair. Mm -hmm. Like she's great and everything, but like they used her backing track without the vocals after she specifically gave them a different track. They got her, they got the gal. And then they, they did it to the doll again on this one by cutting away to like her turning the pages. They could have cut around that. They wanted to make her look like a daffy fucking idiot. And they did. Um, her jokes also weren't good though. So that's on her. <laughs> but Well, yes. Yes. Uh, well, okay. Let's get to the main stage and then we can talk about the comedy of comedies. Okay. Um, RuPaul. I, I like this gig. I, I like, like the this. Hair. I'm into the-, the hair. Not mad at the gown. It's kind of Pepper LaBeija, Mother Has Arrived. It's kind of, yeah. like, I love that material and that just, like, extra, like, now, can voluminous we talk, top. Can we talk about what doll used that material recently that probably made Rue go, um, Zaldi, uh, hold on, stay still, girl, on the runway. Screenshot. <laughs> I feel like Trinity or Shay wore that kind of reflective fabric that looked like a water or an ocean or something. I mean, I wore it on All Stars, too, but that was years ago. Oh. I would hardly call it like uh it it trickled down into, you know, <laughs> I, I believe it was yeah. Ryan Seminara who made my future of drag alien space dress, and then that material trickled down into various Joanne fabrics across the world. <laughs> what you fail to realize is that that garment was chosen for you by the very people at World of Wonder. <laughs> well well rupaul's shady shack this is tough <laughs> where uh maybe where are the belts um i think we need a belt here <laughs> actually you know what let's take a mix let's do a belt mix um i don't like this gown i wouldn't wear i would wear the blue part cut the shoulder off and then hack it up to the coochie but i like it other than that um, yeah the top is cool and she's behind a desk so you know, uh, I think she looks cool. 
The guest judges are here. Michelle Visage, Ross Matthews, Sam Richardson, uh, and Jane Krakowski is back. And she lost her voice from laughing so much at Blair Sinclair's jokes during the, during the test run. During the test run, she has laryngitis. And here's the tea. She went to Mickey's that night. Production had to come get her. Uh, they, they carried her out. They carried her and Stephen Korf out. They said, let's go, you two, out. (laughs) Drinks courtesy of Mickey's West Hollywood. (laughs) Can't play a girl's music right when she starts her show, but get her a shot for sure. Um, (laughs) So RuPaul's Shady Shack has a a bang-up lineup tonight, and um, some of the girls are going for a roast type of setup, but all the girls are getting to watch the other girls go, which is one of those um, psychological warfare things. I know well, me, me as a performer, my thing was to try to get ready up until the last minute and then um, just like go out there and not see what other people do, because I don't want that like like idea in my head that I have to live up to someone or, or yeah. try to do better, you yeah. know, but whatever. Juju's um, start with the show is it it feels like the start of a show, getting people ready who haven't had enough cocktails, but she finds her footing. <laughs> right. She finds it. And then by the end, it's like, you know, chuckling. It's a good opening. I'm not mad at it. Like I'd say yeah. 80, 80 out of a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Should we take a break and then talk about the rest of the dolls and the divas? Yeah. Sure. The good ones. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bean just fell on my belly button. <laughs> uh, it was a black bean. Did you s- clock the dress that Juju was wearing during her comedy? Oh special? wow! No, uh, clockable That's... productions. I have that hair too, in blonde. I'm looking right at it. I don't mind a reference. Um, Dipper just showed us a picture of um, Juju B's All Stars One promo look, and she's wearing the same blue mini dress and blue hair, which is a reference to her All Stars One um, promo look. Which I'm here for that. That's fierce. That makes me like it now because I was sort of like, this, this is, this is kind of simple for. It's a, it's a turning dress for sure. I know it's about comedy and so i understand doing something it, it it confused me but now it literally makes sense so thank you for that dippertino um blair uh, blair blair has, oh. blair has some has some jokes which you know it's it's not it's hard to get people on your side being mean there are certain things you shouldn't joke about um or there's certain things that are hard to make the, uh, the whole room enjoy jokes about being yeah. old jokes about bad teeth jokes about weight all of those things are hard to make everybody enjoy especially when you're talking to the person in the room that the joke is about and it's true and not funny like a lot of Blair stuff don't feel really like jokes they feel just more like um things she wrote down you know uh I I think her impression of pheromone on the RuPaul roast was spot on. So I think she did great. Wait, was she if that was her intention. Um, no, th- because it was very like, I'm just going to stand on stage and say mean stuff that doesn't have a punchline. Uh-huh. That, that was a... F- 
Sarah, Sarah did that too. Let's get this roast to cooking. Oh yeah, um, I remember that one now. Michelle Visage, don't you have to actually have talent to be a judge of such an important competition? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Tamar Braxton, you're the less talented, more annoying version of Tony Braxton. Was that all stars or or um, no stars? That was uh, Pheromone's first run. Oh, and I believe yeah, I, uh, she went home that and, episode. And based on that, they gave her a second because obviously she had a chance of winning. Well, uh, it's rough, and also I, I think rough. old jokes yeah. old jokes work when it's on the right person. Jane Krakowski is not old enough to make old jokes about. She's still yes. just attorney age. She's not old age, you know, yes. like, and then saying to a guest judge, who's like hilarious. If, if you were going to say, speaking of crusty ass, Willem's here, that would make sense. But speaking right. of crusty ass, Sam Richardson is here. Does not make sense. Like, Hey, like he's a guest judge. Why wouldn't you want to ingratiate him into the humor and make him like you? And like, I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get the logic behind that. Does she think mean is funny because, oh, that's what Jackie Beat does. Like, and that's who wrote my jokes. Probably. I don't know. Did she have a writer? She should have if she didn't. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to tweet her. Mean can be funny. It really can. But it has to be the right kind of mean directed at the right person. Compliment, compliment, stab. Exactly. And listen, the camera caught her flipping pages through this note this giant notebook for long periods of time and she was looking down at the notebook for like for like the punchline of the joke like something 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 looked down right like it was a crutch that she was obviously nervous but it was too much of a crutch and it was that notebook really was uh, the Achilles tendon, uh, I think. Um, Cracker, this is what she does. She's a comedy girl. Mm-hmm. She's a damn stand-up comic. Crackle did such a really great job with this. Yeah, and that joke about um, the body shaming, she did that on on uh, the Haters Roast, and it killed every time. And it was honestly one of the best laughs of the night because the the misdirect there is so wonderful, you know, because you don't yes. see something at all. Um, and it draws upon her personal experience and her personal pain and trauma and turns it into something that we can all, you know, all like heal and laugh at. Wait, what so, was that her healing from? From being body shamed as a child. Oh, So she's, like, taking it back. She's taking back the power and, like, um, turning it into comedy. Taking back my heart. (laughs) Taking back my heart. I cannot believe you even know that song. 
Have we met you, faggot? Duh. When the mud is gone, oh, will you be my friend? Till our ship comes in when we're in the rain. Oh, forget the green. Take the bus with me. No more limousines. Well, the money's gone. gone. We could go all night. Listen. Tune into Patreon. Share concert? Oh my God. Can we do a share sing along as bonus content? Yeah. Please. Please, please, please. Please, anytime. Yes. Um, So, Shay, I didn't see this coming, but it's a testament to her professionality and um, her brain she memorized her her uh set or at least cheated well enough that we didn't see her flipping through a fucking 3m notebook um it was it was five subjects that (laughs) notebook that player was a five subject notebook she she had dividers (laughs) 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 why are we delighting in other people's failures oh yeah we're We're not comedy's hard but shay coulee was really smart in this moment because she's like i'm no fool they told me i I could use a notebook that does not mean that i should use the notebook yeah because when you go to a comedy shack sometimes if it's like um a comic trying out new material sometimes they'll use notes or whatever but this is drag race all stars yeah the this mini- is not you're tr- you're trying to get your type five together and trying out new material at a at a comedy night this is RuPaul's Shady Shack. The minute you pull out a notebook or or any type of clip note that's vis- visible to the audience, what it does is it gives the audience doubt. It gives them yes. doubt in their minds as you, yes, as a reasonable uh, performer that should be up there, that they should be watching. They're like, well, why are we watching this? They they can't. They don't even know it. Like it puts doubt in their mind, and a little bit of doubt will taint the whole salad. Um, yeah, it doesn't put the audience on on your side. They don't feel like they're in good hands, yeah. and so they're just gonna they're just gonna knit. They want to know in what's audience. in the notebook. Did she write about me? <laughs> they're gonna yeah. break out the put it in the book. Put it in the book. The burn book. <laughs> um. So Miss Norberry is a drug pusher. Uh, um. These are serious allegations. Um, okay. Um, well, the runway is fun. This is a fun category. Aw, freak out. freak out. Which is a song that I lip synced to once on Drag Race. Did you win? Yeah, I did. What am I saying? I'm stupid. You've never lost a lip sync, have you? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the finale of season five, I guess. That doesn't but... count. That was so performative. Have you ever lost yeah. a lip sync other than that? Now, you could call me. A, you could call me a lip sync assassin. Some people. Well, you could call you a lip sync assassin if they did call you, but they. <laughs> but they did neither that. They did neither that nor email nor carrier dove. We'll get there. Let's talk about the runway first. <laughs> this runway is. Uh, they they sent out the best one first. Juju has this checkered club kid mask spiked headpiece if juju was outside of a used car lot she would be selling the shit out of cars because this outfit is so fucking cool so many attachments and things and a mask it's very 90s freak mm-hmm. and this body to me is and this body. is the top salute of the week for me same it really uh because every every group needs freak 
uh, as a category. You got, you got Body Beautiful. You got <laughs> Showgirl. Freak. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautifully done. Juju B has consistently stepped up her style and said, you know what? Y'all want runways? Well, here you go. It's beautifully done. The chain detail, the broken heart detail stitched together on her chest. The mask that comes off. It it was this is this is uh really really spectacular. I'm shocked that um that that I, she did pissy pussy. That's who made it. Oh oh, live! Uh, shout oh. out to pissy pussy. Do you think they got the yellow on that by soaking it in urine or <laughs> <laughs> traditional methods? Uh, Blair's Cheshire Cat on Acid Face gives me Toddler Goes to Burning Man. Oh wow. It's very like kids bop at Burning Man. That's what it feels like to me. It's cool. Well, the, to me, the there's some there's a couple of fit issues. I didn't I didn't understand that the fur was a tail until I literally watched Untucked, and it was her getting ready in the workroom, and that her walking with it just kind of dragging behind her. It looked like a tail, but she's holding it, so it looks like uh, oh. You know, uh- in one right. hand. Also, the fit of the like fur panty is a is a little. I don't know. It's 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 not working great for me. Um, I don't like it. Um, and I think she could have padded a little bit. Sure, differently or at all. I'm not sure. That but- might have helped the sort of diaperishness of the fur. Um, the fur bottom. The fur bikini bottom. And then I was like, because the tail wasn't really reading. So then it was like, why why do you have a cat face? Why is the cat a freak? Why didn't you make your teeth into fangs if you wanted to go a full, if you wanted to do a mouth reveal? We, but you know what? She does get extra bonus points for wearing a face covering. Because in this time... We have to take this seriously. So wear a fucking face mask. Blair St. Clair was doing it before COVID even existed. Trailblazer. She'll be a lot. She'll be on. Blair St. Clair will be honored (laughs) at Logos Trailblazers Awards. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Then we have Ms. Crackle coming down the runway in a fucking spy versus spy fucking it plague was mask. spy versus spy that's it <laughs> it was very uh, spy versus spy. oh wow how cre- how creepy is it that two girls wore literal plague face coverings that there's so that's something and she's dressed as death um i i don't think her second outfit gives me freak and her first okay. one, her first one gave me like steampunk like vibes, but not freak. Um, okay. I I get it. Oh, one of your eyes is different, and and you have black lipstick on. That's not freak. For crackle, it's freak. Well, I just would have gone full crackhead with this, like freak. Like I would have done like teeth and like hair that was like chopped and burned, like a Barbie that. You know, the dog ate like you could like full abora. Like that's what I would want to see for pooping out baby heads. That's freak. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Like we know what you would have done. Like honestly, look at the Dragula girls. They know freak. 
Like, <laughs> they really do. That's their like baseline. That's their walking into the workroom. Yeah, <laughs> and honestly, if, if, all this. if Blair came into any of them with that freak outfit, they'd be like, oh, cute. There's a TV movie version of us. Like, right. Nice try, and, though. But you know what? Sometimes they tell you the dossier and it says one thing in a description. And then you get to the show and they kind of reword the, the wording of it. Mm-hmm. So it might have been like club kid, like that might have been the prompt. And then on the day they said, "Aw, freak out" is the yeah. name of the runway. I won. I wonder about that because it three, does happen. Three out of four of them are in outfits that seem very club kiddish freak, and yes. then um, Crackers is more like steampunk freak. It could be like carnival, like carnival freak. It could be a lot of different freaks, but like her hair just did not give me freaky. She it, might have had this runway, honestly, for something else. Because, I don't know. It's... Then we have Shea Coulee. Um, She's giving Club Kid. I love the styling. I love the Band-Aid on the nose. The stars on the face. Like, I... The up-close shot of this is her makeup is stunning. Um, I wish... The only thing I wish is that she had a headpiece. Even, like, one little, like feather coming up or some like googly eyes or something some something to cap it off a little bit because a horn so, yeah it's so colorful and then um her face is um her face is beautiful but i feel like it could definitely use like a cherry on the top just because it's the runway because um but this coat this coat i am here for very uh-huh. very beautiful coat and you know what? When you go there, you don't know what order the runways are going to be in. So I know when I went to All Stars, I was like, I some of my looks are showstoppers, and some of them are like, uh, the the show will continue to go on if I wear this, but it's good. Yeah. But it's not like the Zazoom. This was obviously not one of her big over the top runways. But all the elements are good. She still looks cool, but compared to everybody else, it it sort of lacks impact. Out of all of those outfits, I think I would have worn Shays, mostly because you couldn't get fucked in Juju's. And <laughs> I would, I, I think Juju is the, the I, best. Well, I just, I just wanted that Mongolian lamb coat because it's not like that same yellow Mongolian lamb coat that everybody wears on Drag Race. <laughs> oh wow. That they borrow from the Wilhelmina warehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we take a break and um, we'll check the sign out sheet and see who's <laughs> overdue and we'll be right back. Mm, these judges. These judges, they lived for Jujubee's runway look. It's incredible. Um, yeah. they, the notes on her comedy were, it took a little time to warm up, but it eventually got there. Um, yeah. And this is of note because it's in our outline. Um, she wasn't, Juju wasn't wearing any jewelry for the comedy challenge. Um, do you have any thoughts on this perplexing matter, Alaska? <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to wear jewelry. Okay? You don't want to kill and- the lily. I'm one of those, I'm one of these queens in question who sometimes just will, I just want to do a look that has literally no jewelry. And I forgot um, my accessory bag once and I refused to go on stage. And and you, quit, <laughs> you quit drag on the spot. <laughs> I need accessories. I need a I whistle. Know you're that. I, I know need you're poppers. That 
I need two rings on each finger. Right. I know you're that. What am I supposed to do? Rely on my face or my talent? That's stupid. Right. Um, Juju, basically, they love the look. The comedy started out shaky, and then it got stronger. Now, Blair, the comedy started out shaky and then turned into a Richter scale 10. Um, <laughs> they loved her runway look, but um, they found that her performance was tethered to the notebook. And she was overprepared, so she never took her eyes off the notebook. And um, Sam Richardson right. said it correctly that it should have just been a string of tweets. Right. Which could could have been more successful. It was not her night, definitely. Um, Ms. Crackle, on the other hand, she did really great. Also, her look was very different, very freaky, very impactful. How? How is a wish.com bodysuit? For no, her. no, no, no. A wish.com bodysuit that's overly embellished on its embellishments already. That's what that looked like. It looks like she's like, just put more stones on that. I like, wish it was dot not... com that you would take your tone down a little bit, but oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, maybe it's your shitty microphone. <laughs> I that that just was not that was not a, a an all stars. See, the thing about an all stars runway is you have to believe it's an all stars runway. She came out in a fucking plague mask the size of a fucking mascot head with a full draped thing and then revealed to fucking share from the underworld. Well, I then don't... Why, why didn't it look better underneath it? This was a good runway. It's It wasn't exciting. It didn't make me go, oh my God, that was okay. so great. She had a onesie on with long black hair. <laughs> Whoopee. And then one black contact and a black lip. That did not give me freak. Freak okay. is blood. Freak is is bodily fluids, crimes, just um, like carnival, like dirt. Yeah, like... it didn't give me freak. It was clean and like gorge. Yeah, it was it was pretty, but it just did not give me freak. Freak. Well, is Jimbo on Canada's Drag Race. That right. is freak. And I honestly, I just DM'd him and told him that he was cool just because I didn't know what else to say. He is so cool and like. I think I might have a crush. Yeah, Jimbo's great. Yeah. Um, um, Shay's uh, runway is called Safe. And when I was texting her about that coat, she said that they said it wasn't elevated enough. It was basic. And they called her crafty all season. Um, which is something that you talked about a few episodes ago about uh, the, the, the C word. And it's use yeah. depending on um, which queen if it's a compliment or not like crystals crafty was always like complimentary and like fun. But when they call Shay crafty, it's a dig. Like, I don't, right. I don't, I don't necessarily understand how her look was crafty. Crafty to me means like, you can see how it was made and like, it's uh, might be a little rough around the edges, but it's still cute and like effective. No, Shay means- was not rough around the edges. It was great. And it was not crafty. And all the individual pieces, it was probably more expensive than everyone else's look. I mean, so Mongolian lamb is not cheap, especially when it's not on a skewer with the fur attached. And they were all baby lambs. So, oh, that, bitch. no, I'm just kidding. I, what I, is, don't, I don't what, know the nature of the slaughter of the animals. That that's to make so upsetting. Fun. When will the lamb stop crying? What if she had mint jelly in her purse and then started throwing it at people? No? Okay. Well, 
The this good is thing the about thing, though, <laughs> Shea Coulee has burned. She's burned the runway every single time. She also burned the comedy stage with that fucking show-stopping dress. So you are therefore compared to that for every every time. And this was maybe one of her more subtle silhouettes. And so, you know, she was criticized for that. But her comedy was clean. She looked great. And she's also won a bunch of challenges. So, yeah. Um, So Miss Cracker wins and she wins an eight night South African safari and wine country adventure adventure courtesy of South African tourism. (laughs) Very (laughs) fun. Um, South Africa's amazing um and when she gets a chance to take take them up on this uh, she's gonna really love it and she just got engaged i think that would be the perfect little honeymoon um, thing so yes. congrats cracker on the win i hate your outfit um and your man shout- and your man is hot um <laughs> shout out to south africa um definitely um in the workroom, I have to applaud Blair's <laughs> conviction. Her monologue? No, I've thought I've thought about this because at first I was watching it and it was like, I haven't won a challenge and I bombed this week, but I have so much, I have more, so to much show. more to show. Go look and, in my bags. I have this so much is, more. This is what I live for. And I have to go. So it was like. So when I was watching it, I was like, so who do you think should go home? Like, uh, what are you, like, what are you talking about? But I think, and this is a working theory, I have nothing to back this up. I think she was thinking, maybe I'll get pushed through to the next episode if they decide to do a final four. So I'm not going to throw in the towel. I'm not going to say the writing's on the wall and vote for myself. I'm going to say I... I am ready to keep fighting for this so that it would be possible for them to be like, no one's going home this week. That's what I think happened. And I admire her confidence. Misplaced as it may be, I admire her too. Um, Cause she's so pretty. And uh, I'm going to bring the doctor a picture of her face and say this, this <laughs> in about 10 years. <laughs> I'm just pointing to it. This, and then uh, they're like, why are you holding a picture of Lola LaCroix? <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, different blonde. Uh, so uh, the girls at this point are going to poop. <laughs> was this a well-placed product yes. place? The po- Poopery has been doing product placement for years. I think they originally started with Thorgy. Thorgy gifted me a whole mm-hmm. assortment of, of poopery things. And I think she mainly uses it for her dreads. Um, stinky bitch. I don't. Uh, I don't uh, never mind. I'm not going to say it in case they decide to buy ads for us. But I don't. I would rather like light a match or something because I don't like the smell of poopery. It smells like fucking someone put a bouquet of flowers onto a, a fucking pile of human feces. Which honestly, I would rather just smell human feces than like a weird lavender esque mask of it. Wait, I, I, I have something nice to say about them. I love the smell of poopery because it smells like fruity pebbles to me. So I spritz it on myself every time before I go out and then guys come oh up to me God. and they'd be like, ooh, baby, you smell like shit. <laughs> you smell like I'm trying to hide my shit smells. <laughs> He's like, there's something um, familiar about you. Let me open up and crouch down upon you. 
<laughs> and they do. Um, tighten up and push out. Tighten up and push out. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So well, Shay thinks Shay thinks it's Blair's time to go, which I think pretty much everybody does. Shay's been the voice of reason for the season. She's said everything. Everything Shay has said, I have agreed with in the chair. Yeah. Same thing with yeah, Juju, yeah. though. Honestly, they've both been the the reasons of the seasons for me. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I I think it's um, very commendable that the girls at this point are like, nobody's voting for themselves. So I know this is hard, but nobody's voting for ourselves, Mm -hmm. which I commend all of them for, for not doing that. Because it it is not dramatic and doesn't really make good TV. An all-star believes she's an (laughs) all-star. Help me sleep. Okay. (laughs) Reveal yourself. The scrim rises ever so slowly to reveal. New York, LaGuardia, Kennedy Davenport. Kennedy Davenport. Texas in the house. Um, Now this lip sync song. It's fancy. I know. I know every single word to fancy. It is a five minute song from like the 60s, written by a man, and then a woman redid it, Reba. And it is a wordy song. Usually the version like that Kelly Clarkson sang at like the the Kennedy Center Honors. Um, a shorter version. It's uh, like if they take out the whole middle part about the actual hooking and they just mm. talk about um, the hook, the, the condo that she got at the end. Um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Oh, Did a cockroach crawl across the toe of your high-heeled yes. shoe? I yes, guess it. Yes, cockroach just crawled across <laughs> the toe of my high-heeled shoe. Oh. oh, my gosh. Ask your mama Ooh. what should you oh, do. That's... Oh, that scared me. Oh, wow. Um, One week later, after this lip sync, <laughs> I was pouring Dipper's tea in a five-room hotel suite. <laughs> a Hilton hotel suite awarded to me by Drag Race Canada. Just in, t- just in time to go nowhere. Do they take HH honors points? Uh, <laughs> so okay. yeah, this, this no, no, song. No, no, no. What is a, okay? I have a, we uh, Kennedy this? didn't know the words. I feel like I feel like Cracker didn't know all the words. And even if she did, this is a storytelling song. This is a go through the audience, touch people's faces, get the dollars. This song has a a chorus. They do half chorus and then a full chorus and then a half chorus and then a full chorus and then another full chorus. It is a long ass song and it's all verses and words and no repeats. And I understand Kennedy not knowing them all because in my opinion, the only people that should know all the words to the song are people that look really good in red or Cody Collins and Cody Collins. Um, Cody Collins is the only human being who knows all the words to this song, and <laughs> gratefully so. This Cody's was dead, honey. Such this is such a wasted. We we love Cody Collins so much. He's dead. Well, she's a legend, and she will be missed, and she will live on forever in our hearts. And she still knows the fucking words to fancy. I um, think she's dead. Hold on. Oh my god. <laughs> Either way, she still knows this. I feel like was. Uh, why are you giving Kennedy Davenport a mid-tempo Reba McIntyre song? Why does she not have something she can dance to? Just this was a very this was an unfortunate. I don't know. Maybe they ran out of songs. Maybe something fell through the cracks. This was a wasted opportunity to have Kennedy Davenport in the room, and Kennedy Davenport obviously knew it. She was like, "I don't fucking know the song." Hey, On touch, she was like, "You need to get the cameras out of here because I need to learn the song. I don't know it." 
at least she had a cape to play with a little bit. But in my opinion, World of Wonder should issue an apology <laughs> for wasting the talents and the time of Miss Kennedy Davenport. Because this is this like this is like asking Nina West to do a West wet t-shirt contest. Like <laughs> wrong queen. <laughs> wrong queen. <laughs> wrong queen, wrong moment. Wrong. This, this song would have been really great if it was a like a standard season of Drag Race and two girls who really just had to fight to stay. That I would have liked to have seen. The stakes were lower because Kennedy's like, I get paid either way. I literally don't know the words. There's no way I'm going to learn them in time. And Crackle was like, "Uh, I'm going to put on this fucking blonde long wig girl get out the reba mcintyre chicken clucker wig get out the red sequin dancing dress and let's do some fucking fancy it is a disservice to the drag industry erase your upper lip and do a reba illusion now how dare you do this to the community. One out of four of those <laughs> girls definitely had some kind of red bus driver wig. Hell, she could have worn Shangela's Red Stars born wig. But to do <sighs> fancy in a blonde wig, that, that that's an, an here. You know what? They did have they did have one chance, and they let us all down. We were that was all their rooting one for you. That was their one chance, Fancy, and they let us down. They, they did let us down. That was their one chance, and they let us down. Yeah. Because now we're never going to have that song again. I know RuPaul loves that song. It was a wasted opportunity for all of us. Um, Mama dabbed a little bit of perfume on my neck and kissed <laughs> my cheek. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm just really disappointed. Cracker won 20 grand, which is great, but... Yeah. um. She also revealed Blair's lipstick from her titty. And Blair, unfortunately, had to go home, which is great because it'll give her a head start on her homework for beauty school. Um, Her wig line is wonderful. And actually, her exit shows so much humor because it's brevity is in the soul of wit for me. Honestly, it's got to be short, quick, funny. And this is short, quick, and funny. She does her classic brr shake thing, which RuPaul (laughs) always says. You know, like, we just laugh at you, her and her husband. So she she knew that there would be a genuine laugh leaving. So I'm glad that all of our hearts were lifted as she left. But, um, you know, she'll be back for All Stars 3. They'll get her again. And I recommend watching her episode of um, Whatcha Packin' because she really, she did have more to show. She had a couple of sickening looks we didn't get a chance to see. And it's really worth watching Whatcha Packin' just to see them. Um, but we love Blair, St. Clara. Um, yes, we do. And check and out obviously her wig. the other girls deeply regard her very highly as well. And huh. um, it, well, yep. Now comes, time the, to go. now comes the time though where we make uh, decisions on whose uh, commemorative novelty button we will be wearing. Will we be wearing Team Cracker, Team Shay, or Team Juju? Now, who do you? Uh, who who's pulling ahead on Twitter? How, do we do we know at this point? Um, Probably I Shay. I I mean, I would be guessing. Look. Well, I mean, Trinity was pulling ahead last year, and Monet also won. So, and the thing is about you know about the online numbers, they usually disregard them, but it is a fun thing for fans to look at. 
I, I would love a tie again between Shay and Juju just because they're both my friends. Um, but I definitely think that Shay's runways have been some of the best that I've ever seen. Um, so I, I'm just going to go ahead and say, oh, don't hate me, Boston. Um, team team Shay. So um, Shay has 43,000. Jujube has 30,000. And let's see what um, crack. T- is it team Ms. Cracker? Or- it is team Ms. Cracker. It has 15,000. So oh, Cracker for the win. Well, I'm sure that at the time, Crackle was like, I won the most challenges and here I am and it's the end. So I've got this in the bag. But we don't know what's going to happen on the next episode, how it's going to shake down. And the fandom seems to have decided that they they really want Shay to win. So I um, see that. I can tell you about the bag because I knew the contents of it before it was even out. I mean. Everybody's waiting for the man with it everybody's waiting for the man with the bag. Um, but from the, the word on the street, from the year that this has since been filmed, from both people on the production side and the cast, the word was, you know, everybody knew who the final three was. They said it was either Shay or Juju and Cracker's the villain. And I remember when I heard that, I was like, how? Like, she's oh. not stupid. You know, you I haven't should- gotten villain vibes from her, though. You haven't? No, I mean she I've gotten like she's neurotic and kind of her own worst enemy, but I have not ever felt like oh she's like a vicious villain. Well, she's definitely not the underdog. That's Juju B. Shay is the professional. Miss Cracker is definitely the antagonist in this situation, I think. That's what I would give her. She did it to Angina. She this comedy lineup thing, that's antagonizing. She's definitely the villain. She, you you may not see her as a villain or view her that, but in terms of the show's employ of plot devices, she is definitely the villain this season. So, um, but you you're right you're right too though. Okay, well your feelings are valid, and uh, they will continue to be valid next week, which looks like a big episode. All the queens are coming back, Can't and they're gonna wait. make they're gonna make a fricassee or a hash, and they're gonna figure it all out for the top three. And uh, I'm sensing a new RuPaul song. So excited and I can't wait. It's going to be a big one. Um, But also in big news, (laughs) if you haven't heard Monday's episode of The Chop, I was a very special guest. Um, Latrice and Manila were kind enough to have me on The the Chop so we could talk about Canada's Drag Race. And like you said, Canada's Drag Race is really heating up. It's, um, It's a great show and it's a great pod. So make sure you check out The Chop every monday now were you there subscribe to them were you there just to confirm that they were in full drag like we are for their podcast yes they were i yes were 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 you also were you drag drag. i was yes garage doors garage doors honey it's so funny how, how how the men have these comments so frequently frequently well it was a compliment on her drag Oh, honey, close the garage, close the garage door. Uh, This garage door is closed. We put episodes of the chop on race chasers feed every Monday, but make sure you search for the chop and subscribe separately because we won't put the episodes out on our feed forever because it's our podcast. 
So subscribe over there as well for their podcast. Yeah, and they have really good um, podcast art. So you get to look at that if you subscribe to them. Yeah, they're um, really pretty too. Yeah. And we're um, proud to have them on our mom network. I know. We love it. Um, and next month, we're acquiring a new show for the Moguls of Media Mom Network. Um, it's very much a family affair. We are expanding our network, exp- um, vast expansion, and we're there will be more to all report our acquisitions. Soon. Acquisitions, mergers, all that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Now, if you're not wearing a mask, you are not doing life. Wear That's a mask. So Encourage everyone you know to wear one as well. We have to get this under control. Wash your hands. Stay safe. And cut your fingernails, too. Don't be trying to finger people with dirty fingernails. Um, Stay vigilant also. This Portland situation, um, I saw some Navy vet getting beat because he was asking Trump's secret police why they were trampling on the Constitution. They broke bones in his hand. They sprayed him. And the man turned around and walked away. And it was horrible knowing that this man probably risked his life multiple times for a country that is now not even giving him the sake of a discussion, which this man obviously deserves. He risked his life for this country, and now Mm. it's being ruined in front of him um, by the people that he used to work for, the government. So this Portland situation, if you're not aware of it, they've had consecutive Black Lives Matter protests for, I feel like, months now at this point. And these protests are important because um, we're losing people. John Lewis died last week, Mm -hmm. and another um, representative or senator also died. They were both um, like freedom riders together, um, and they were major fighters for uh, the cause. And Georgia's 5th Congressional District uh, is John's old district, and he served 17 terms. So he was a great hero and um and he definitely they need to rename that bridge. That's what they need to do. That bridge that was named for the KKK Grand Dragon in like 19 I think they like tried to do it in 1940. That's when they put it up or whatever, but like yeah. They need to they need to put his name on every monument as far as I'm concerned. Um but we will be back next week and uh we can talk about it more then or on Hot Goss, which is Fridays and we promise yes. to provide you with award-winning content as long as we keep winning the awards That's um, right. every week. I'm sorry I didn't win this week and let the pod down. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're still nommed, and that's a forever legacy position. A forever dog legacy. Uh, <laughs> I'm Willem. <laughs> I'm Alaska. <laughs> and you can rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is. And subscribe fantastic. to make sure you know when each new episode comes out. That's right. You can follow the Dwalls at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser podcast is at Race Chaser Pod. Use the hashtag Race Chaser when you post. And you can send us a DM anytime or an email at Race Chaser Podcast at gmail.com. Plus, we have bonus content available at patreon.com slash Willem. And we have something really big coming up for you hopefully this week yes you can catch up on all of that bonus content by searching the hashtag race chaser and then you can watch and touch yourself giggle whatever you want to do <laughs> cam girls <laughs> thank you so much we'll be back next time bye, bye.
Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.